15 minutes with Paul Ward. I am a member of the Home and Ranch team based out of Ventura County, California. Hi, Michaela. Hey, Paul. Good morning. Good morning. What are we talking about today? We are talking about property management. Wonderful. That's a topic that I like to talk about. So I'm, I'm glad we've got a good, a good topic. So I know you've been a realtor in Ventura County for over 20 years, um, but do you also have experience as a property manager? I do. It's not a full-time occupation for me, but it is part of the services that we offer. And uh, so I've got many years of managing my own properties as well as properties for other people. Awesome. I know that property management industry is healthy and thriving in 2022. Um, in fact, it may be one of the strongest sectors going forward into the next five-year period. Um, so this episode, I'm excited to discuss um, the basics of property management for anyone who has a rental property, is considering expanding into rental properties, or is just simply curious. Yeah. So while this this episode will focus on answering the basic questions about property management in Ventura County, Paul will delve deeper into the topic in upcoming episodes. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button. So Paul, to begin, can you tell us more about your experience as a property manager in Ventura County? Sure. So basically, I jumped right in uh, managing a property that I bought with some other, other people. And uh, it was a five-unit apartment building. So, um, you know, just kind of school of hard knocks. And, uh, you know, you get all walks of life that apply to, to live in rentals. Um, folks that are, are trans transitory, you know, moving into the area, new to the area, um, folks that are hoping to save to buy a home, um, folks that are long-term renters that, you know, have no desire to own a home. They just like renting or rent for whatever reason. Uh, so all walks of life, you know, come through rental properties. But um, the big the big issue for me is to screen the tenant properly. You, you got to do your due diligence before that lease is signed. And uh, if you do it the right way, you're going to absolutely avoid lots of hassles down the road. Oh, wow. So in addition to that large um, fifth five unit building, do you manage also like um, private family homes or single family homes? Yeah, so that was that was just the beginning many years ago and uh, no longer have that property myself, but I do manage other properties that I own and then uh, manage properties for other other people. So um, you know it's kind of a, a broad range of properties from, you know, big homes uh, that pay big rent to, you know, tiny little studio apartment or one bedroom condo um, and everything, you know, everything in between. So again, it's not something that I, that I advertise, uh, but it is a service that, you know, as a licensed realtor that uh, I've been providing for, for a long time. Oh, wow. That truly does does spread across a, a wide variety of properties and people and experiences. Um, as a as a property manager, what are some of the services um, that you provide? Well, the main service is to find new quality tenants when there's a vacancy. Okay? okay. So this is something that most clients don't want to do. So they've 
they've reached out to us to help with that service. Um, so finding quality tenants when there's a vacancy. Also to get those midnight, uh, what I call the midnight leaky toilet calls. <laughs> oh, the no. last thing that, uh, you know, you're paying for a service because you don't want to do it yourself. Um, it's not rocket science. It is something that most people can do. Uh, they just don't want to do it. So when, uh, you know, when a tenant calls about a problem, you have to assess that problem and, of course, have the contact people to call uh, to take care of that issue. Also, you need to determine uh, very quickly, is this an emergency? Is this something that has to be taken care of immediately? Or is this something that can wait? So if it's a Friday evening and there's a water heater leak, um, that's an emergency, right? right? If it's a Friday evening and, um, you know, there's a light out in the bathroom and I can't, you know, I can't reach it to change the light bulb um, as long as there's an, another light in the bathroom, that's not an emergency. So that might be able to wait until Monday. So you need to be able to assess the, uh, you know, the severity of the issue to determine, you know, how you, how you have to handle it. What are services that you use to find those quality renters? Well, we have a whole host of services uh, that we put together over the years. So uh, handymen that are available on short notice, uh, you know, electricians, plumbers, roofers, gardeners, um, housekeeping, you know, when there's a vacancy, I like to call my preferred cleaning ladies and do what I call one-time clean. And this is kind of a top to bottom, uh, you know, disinfect the house as much as possible where they're wiping down drawers, they're cleaning out the refrigerator, they're wiping all the blinds, wiping the windowsills, um, you know, really getting the house ready for the next tenant. And then depending on how long a tenant has lived there, uh, do we need to get a painter? Uh, mm -hmm. Do we need to change, is the carpet, do we just need to steam clean the carpet or does it need to be changed? Or do we want to replace the carpet with maybe vinyl plank floors and then never have to worry about carpet again? So what kind of upgrades do we want to put in the home between tenants? So there might be an opportunity for the landlord to take the property to the next level and raise the rent. You know, people really like nice, nice appliances, nice things, modern kitchens. So if the kitchen is, you know, 1985, uh, you're not going to get the same rent as, you know, the kitchen being remodeled last year. So between a, a period between tenants is a good opportunity to um, go in there and make those make those upgrades to take your property to the next to the next level. And it also increases the value of the property if you eventually want to eventually want to sell it. That sounds like a win win. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. So when you've had tenants move out, have you had any unexpected surprises or, um, or absolutely. any like, unusual? Absolutely. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, having done it for this long, there's always going to be, you know, you're always going to have stories. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, pretty much most of the time we're, we're, we're good at, at, at screening. Uh, but every once in a while, somebody slips through the cracks and their references are you're positive, their credit score is positive, their employment's positive. But for whatever reason, um, you know, they, they've talked a good game, but they don't, you know, the, the 
the actions don't follow the words. And we've had to go in there and, you know, face some real surprises where their pets have caused serious damage or, you know, two guys wrestling and they decided to, you know, bust a hole in a bedroom door, um, you know, leaving all kinds of stuff in the kitchen sink for the the landlord to dispose of, you know, leaving a full bar of booze, um, just, you know, moving out in the middle of the night. So all of these things have happened, you know, over the years, but, um, you know, more often than not, we're, we're, we're pretty good at, at, at screening and avoiding, avoiding those types of situations. But I certainly do have a few horror stories, as I'm sure, <laughs> most property managers do uh, if they've done it for any any length of time. Wow, that sounds wild. Do, it, is, um... it is wild. I mean, it, <laughs> nothing really surprises me anymore. Um, but uh, still, you just kind of wonder how people can live like that. You know, it's just, you know. If you do have a renter that falls through the cracks, um, do you also get involved in like lease enforcement or rent collection? No. So I have kind of a, a hybrid model of property management. Um, I am not actually um, managing the landlord's money. Okay. okay so I, I handle all of the time-consuming activities, but the landlord is still in charge of the dollars um, received. So I'm able to charge less because I'm not acting as an accountant to the landlord. Um, so, but if the, if the tenant is not paying rent for whatever reason, mm -hmm. uh, we can work out a payment plan or if they decide that they just, for whatever reason, are not gonna pay rent, then we do uh, work with local attorneys to handle evictions. And mm -hmm. I have a, you know, local attorney on cell phone that I can call him and he'll answer the phone. And, um, you know, first we have to, we have to go through the whole process. I mean, this is California. So we have to give the three day notice to pay or quit. Um, you know, if they don't, if they don't uh, pay rent in that, in that timely fashion, then we have to go to the next, the next phase, which is the, you know, notice of eviction. And, um, you know, it could take a good six to eight weeks to get them, out of the out of the units oh, um, wow. yeah and then it, it, they might even wait till the very last moment when you know the sheriff will come and escort them out of the house um, that's only happened twice in 20 years um, but some very interesting situations um, one of those two actually had her uncle paying rent for a year and a half and everything was like clockwork. He would pay the rent on time. And what ended up happening was he died mm. and uh, she pretty much immediately stopped paying rent. So it took a couple weeks, took a couple months to get her out of that, out of that unit. Oh gosh. Yeah. So you've listed so many things from, you know, finding quality tenants to finding um, handymen to getting the right attorney on, on board. Um, is this something that, that anyone could do or manage your own property? You can. Yeah. You absolutely, if you, if you own the property, you absolutely can manage the property. 
um, if you do not own the property, um, you really should have a real estate license. Um, but if you're not handling the owner's money um, in any way, then you can actually manage properties. Oh, wow. If someone um, out of state bought a property in California, could they self-manage it or? Yeah, but there's a benefit to being local. Um, yeah. I actually own some properties or co-own some properties, I should say, out of state and do not manage those myself. I mean, technically I could, but I think that there's a benefit to having, um, you know, eyes and ears local. Um, you know, you want to be able to assess the situation. If the tenant calls about whatever issue, you need to be within a reasonable distance to go see, see what's going on. Um, right. you know, and if you're more than 50 miles away, um, you know, depending on how much free time you have, it can be, uh, be a hardship to manage a property from any, any kind of distance. Absolutely. No, that makes total sense. I think it's worth, I think it's worth the service. I mean, honestly, if you're not, if you're not local, you're really not going to be able to keep up on it in any, I mean, you might think you are, but people get busy mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it, it, it can be time consuming at, at, at times, but also there might be periods of time where there's not much to do. I mean, it just kind of ebbs and flows and different properties typically get more attention than others that might be related to the age of the property. It might be related to the personality of the tenant. Um, it could be a combination of those factors. Um, so in my experience, you know, the squeaky wheel always gets the grease and it just seems like the same properties are the ones that are squeaking and other properties have, you know, not, or not much is needed. Wow. There's so many moving parts. There really are. There really are. Yeah. Um, you know, also too, I find that everything happens at once. Right? <laughs> most of the properties are occupied. Well, they're mostly always occupied, but then you might have boom, 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 you know, three people in a week that tell you that they're moving out. Oh, wow. Um, and so you gotta, you know, roll with that. And all of a sudden you're, you're posting uh, a slew of rentals. And this is not, you know, this is not my full-time thing. This is just a part-time service that we offer um, to folks here locally. Oh, nice. Wow. So we've gone over the importance of finding quality renters, the importance of having someone local who knows all the local services that are available, the legal services, as well as maintenance and cleaners. Um, and it just, it just goes to show you there's, there's just so much involved with, with property management. I mean, you know, you said you could do it yourself, but, um, it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And again, I, I really bring it back down to the screening process. You know, I, I just had a, a horror story, uh, two days ago where a potential client called me. She was a referral and she rented to somebody um, just kind of like that person on the surface. They, they connected on a you know one-to-one -one personal level, but she didn't do the proper screening. And um, you know, now the tenant has decided pretty much imme immediately after moving in that she's not paying rent. And there were some red flags from what the, uh, the owner told me 
there were certainly some red flags that could have been avoided this hassle um, if proper screening had been had been done before she let the lady move in. I referred her because she's going to have to now do the eviction. So, you know, of course, I told her I could help in any way I can. But at this point, she's going to have to, you know, evict that evict that tenant. Um, so thank you so much for, for coming in today and, and telling us all about property management, letting us know the nitty gritty and the details. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to future episodes. Absolutely. We can, we can certainly delve more, more deeply into uh, some of the more, you know, the, the facets of property management, you know, other, other future episodes. Right. That's all the more reason for, for everyone to go ahead, hit, hit subscribe. And um, Farm Talk is available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Absolutely. Thank you, Michaela. Thank you. Oh, and uh, we want to thank our sponsors real quick. Absolutely. We want to thank uh, the Escrow Hub and the Money Store. Great. Thank you. I'll, I'll see you next week. All right. Sounds good. 